Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Carlton Elite Podcast and what a weekend of footy us Carlton fans have coming up starting tonight. The boys are back against Richmond round one. Who's pumped? I know I am. Been waiting for this a long time. So much build up, so much hype coming up to the season and now it's finally here. Cannot wait. It's, it's going to be so good to watch the boys back out there running again and, you know, really fighting hard, I reckon, this year. Got lots of good new recruits, six debutants tonight. And I'm just looking forward to a good season, hopefully. Really build on a really not-so-great season last year, only two wins. That's putting it very mildly. So I really hope that we can start start our season off well tonight. We started off really good last year with the first five goals of the season. And then it was all downhill from there. So I'm just hoping for a solid performance tonight. Um, not expecting a win. A win would be amazing, but I'm not expecting a win. I'm just hoping for a good performance, a good competitive performance for four quarters and really just show that we are not an easy beat anymore, that we can fight with the top dogs. So without further ado, I'm just going to go through the squad. I know most of you probably already know, but just for those who have not seen our team... Uh, starting from the back line, you have Garlett, Jones, Plowman, Simpson, Weedering, and Newman to make his Carlton debut. And uh, the ruck, we have Phillips, Dow, Petrescu, Seaton, and again through the middle, Murphy in his 250th game. That's a great achievement. Um, through all the injuries and all the losses as a as a blue, um, it's, it's been really good to see him stick around, sign that two-year contract extension, and. Uh, yeah, play game number 250 tonight. Uh, Skiver, Cripper, Fisher, and forward line Michael Gibbons make his AFL debut after two uh, after two JJ Liston trophies in the VFL. Uh, Charlie Kerno, Sam Walsh, number one pick, make his AFL debut. Don't expect him to have an amazing game. I expect him to have a solid game, but first AFL game, gonna get attention from all the for the great Richmond midfield. So. If he doesn't have an amazing game, I'm not going to be mad. It's first AFL game, big stage, first game of the season. But he's a very, very good player. He seems to have lots of confidence for a young guy. So I would not be surprised if he does have an amazing game. But if he doesn't, it's not the end of the world. 21 matches left for the season. So Walshy, go out there and do your best, mate. Uh, Ed Kerno is starting forward. Um, we see we saw that in the JLT, so that's not really a surprise, but it's definitely something different from Bolts that I'm liking. Kerno, uh, both the Kerno boys up forward, it does seem to work because they know each other's game so well. Uh, Mitch McGovern make his Carlton debut at full forward. Uh, Harry Mackay, and then on the bench Cunningham, Setterfield to make his Carlton debut. Daisy and Fasolo to make his AFL debut. In the emergencies, uh, these boys ran around in the for the Northern Blues earlier. Um, I'm not sure if all of them did. I know Casbolt did, Loeb did, Paulson, no Brian. So that's our squad. Um, not long to go now. At the time of me saying this, it's less than two hours to the bounce. So I'm pumped. Absolutely pumped. And the boys... As I said earlier, just I'm just hoping for a really, really solid and competitive performance for four quarters. Don't need to get the win, but just got to be competitive and 
my prediction for the game is that we'll lose 101 to 80. But at least 21 points were in the game. We're being competitive against the top dogs. Because Richmond, this is my take on them this season. They are out for redemption after that prelim final loss last year. Dusty's out for redemption because he had a pretty down year last year compared to 2017. So they're going to be fighting. The thing that worries me the most, if I was a Richmond supporter for tonight, was the integration of Tom Lynch for round one. He's been injured all preseason. He's been doing light stuff, training away from the group. And he's thrown in round one, playing with Jack Rewalt last year, Carmen medalist. There's not going to be much cohesion there. Like, as we saw in our first JLT game with Kerno, Mackay, and McGovern, they hadn't really done much together because McGovern had been injured. So they're just all leading to the one spot, and it was just chaos in our forward line. So I feel like it's going to be pretty similar for that, considering the two. Similar players as forwards. Rewelt gets up the ground more. Lynch more stay at home. That's different in that regard. But they're both goal-kicking forwards and lead-up mark forwards. So if they're getting in each other's way, that's going to be so easy for our defenders like that. Down. That's going to be so easy for Jones to take intercept marks. Easy for Weedering to take intercept marks. Be easy for Newman and Plowman likes these guys to come in and just kill the ball out of bounds. So that works in our favour. That they haven't, they don't have any forward cohesion so far. But in saying that, I would not be surprised if both Lynch and Rio get five goals on us. Um, but we'll do our best. We saw our back line was definitely our weak point in the JLT series. Uh, second game was a lot better than our first game. But that transition defense that kills us, we cannot let Rich and guys like Dusty and Prestia get out. Get out the back in transition because otherwise our back line's just not going to be able to hold up. And it's just, it's going to be a slaughter, especially with the new 6-6-6 rule. If they, get it, if they get goals in transition, they can easily get it out of the middle and kick goals again. So we've got to stop that from happening. Um, but in saying that, with the 6-6-6, Cripper is like number one, number two in clearances in the competition. So him and Darcy are going to be dueling all night trying to get those clearances and give... Give each team's forwards best opportunity to kick goals. So it's just gonna be that's gonna be one of the best battles I reckon for the season even. And it's coming in round one. Dusty and Cripper both fresh as anything. Oh, just get tingle saying that we are one hour and forty minutes away from football. It's crazy, absolutely crazy. Um, going on from that, um, yeah, forward line. I would really, really hope that. We've built on the first two games of JLT and that we actually have some forward line cohesion. Uh, I think it was good to see Mitch McGovern get in the play a bit more in the second JLT game because only two touches in the first game. Kicked two goals in the first game, but didn't. he looked really, really lost. So I'm hoping that between the three of them, Mackay, Kerno and McGovern, that they can work it out. And also, how does Alex Vasoli integrate into the team? and into the forward line more specifically. That's going to be one of the big questions that's going to be answered, uh, obviously, during tonight. And in reflection of upon tonight's game, how does he fit into our game plan? Because, obviously, he's been injured the last few weeks after Australia Day. Like he was training the house down, apparently, before Christmas and before Australia Day. But in that last little nitty-gritty before the season, he wasn't there training. So... I think it was a risk to play him, especially against Richmond. Um, 
but that'll definitely be answered tonight. If he fits in well, it's great pick up, great selection by Bolts. But it's just we have some very similar players from that forward line, like Gibbons, Cunningham, Solo, even Ed Kerno in that forward line play very similar roles. So it's kind of even Paddy Dow, I should say, and Petrescu Seaton sort of play similar roles when they're in the forward line. So it's going to be a little bit interesting to see how they um, work that and how Bolts is playing to that. But I guess we'll see tonight for Solo. Obviously, has not been healthy for a while, so it's good to see him back healthy and fit and the fittest he's been for a while. Um, but I'm I'm just looking forward to it, I guess. So I'm trying trying to uh, find it hard to find things to say because I'm just just you know keen eh? as keen as been to uh, just watch the game. You know, it's less than two hours away. Um, a player that I do want to highlight. Um, is Andrew Phillips. Matt Cruiser obviously couldn't get up, so... Oh, sorry. Andrew Phillips has really got to step up. He played a really solid first JLT game against Essendon, was one of our better players. Didn't do t didn't do as much against Collingwood, but it was still pretty solid. But against Mancurvis, who really gets around the ground, he's got to really be willing to, to play that defensive role and just out-duel him in the right, because... Richmond, they don't have a second Ruckman. They don't. Um, Sean Grigg is a second Ruckman. And Tom Lynch does not really look that fit, so he ain't playing any Ruck. So, Phillips and if Mackay plays Ruck or whoever is a second Ruck, we really got to take advantage of the Ruck mismatch, especially in centre bounces, because then Curve is not going to be able to go to every single centre bounce. So we've got to take advantage of the new rules to get that centre clearance and kick as many goals as possible because if not, it could be a slaughter. It could be 10 goals. But we have the talent in our, on our list and on the field to be able to kick, kick the amount of goals necessary to win and also be able to lock down Richmond and be able to prevent them kicking goals. But what, what Richmond is built on and it's going to be hard to stop, is that forward line pressure. Guys like Rioli, Butler, Castagna, Higgins, they're just, they're forward pressure. As soon as the ball hits the ground, it's just swarming. It's how they won the premiership. It's also how the Doggies won the premiership. It's just, you just, a hunger for the footy that's never been seen before. And we showed glimpses of that in the JRT. But there's a lot of time where the ball just came out so, so easily. And the opposition got goals out of it so easily. So we definitely, definitely got to fix that up. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Um, and, oh, and people who have got to enforce that is not only Gibbons, Kerno, Ed Kerno, Satterfield, Fasolo, it's not just these guys. Charlie Kerno, Mitch McGovern, Harry Mackay, Patrick Coops, Andrew Phillips. Everybody who's in that forward line when there's stoppages or when it's the ball has hit the deck, they've got to be putting the pressure on. It can't just be up to the smalls. It's got to be up to everyone to apply that pressure and lock the ball in. Because at times, we've definitely seen that not everybody has been putting in that effort to lock the ball in and the ball's just come out so easily. And 
teams have gotten goals on the rebound easier than it came out. So we've definitely got to cut that down, especially with Richmond. Once they're out, it's almost a goal every time. So we've just got to lock that down. But we don't have to win, obviously. I don't expect us to win. We're not expected to do much. It's like Richmond's like a dollar twenty, and we're like six bucks. No one gives us any chance to win. But we just got to play our game, stick to our game plan, put the trust in Bolts, put the trust in Kriva and Kerno and the likes, and just do our very best. Not much we can do apart from that. And just play four quarters of consistent footy. If the umpires are against us, we can't help that. Like being Richmond, I wouldn't be surprised if they are. So we got to just control what we can control. And I know, obviously, none of the players will hear this, but I'm, I know for a fact Bolts will be reinstating this. That just play the game and we'll be in for a shot. We, we'll be able to, we, we, will, we will have a chance to win this. So that pretty much does it for previewing round one for the Blues. Oh, well, obviously the Blues, for the boys. <laughs> um, but for the girls, obviously the Taylor Harris controversy yesterday. Um, I've said my piece on my Instagram page. Uh, follow me at Cartland.Lead if you haven't already. Um, but the girls this week in a prelim against Freo at Icon Park, Saturday Arvo. That'll be a very interesting game. I haven't played Freo yet this season. Freo went, what, 6-1, and one, we went 4-3. and three. Conference system, not really fair in that regard that Freo have to travel and they won two more games than us. But, I mean, we've definitely had a very, very solid second half of the season and we've proven that we do deserve a spot in the finals lately. And I think that uh, we definitely have a massive opportunity to win on Saturday Arvo and book a spot in the grand final. But um, that'll about do it. I'll... Uh, be wrapping up the games probably Sunday, but as for now, bye-bye.